It's Humboldt Today with John Kennedy O'Connor. Welcome to Humboldt Today, Humboldt County's most trusted and popular newscast, bringing you the news on the Lost Coast and beyond with me, John Kennedy O'Connor. The Humboldt County Sheriff's Office have provided a full report on the shooting incident that led to parts of Eureka being closed off Tuesday night. The episode began with an armed robbery and assault at the Bayshore Mall around 3 p.m. This resulted in one person sustaining injuries before the suspects fled prior to law enforcement arriving on the scene. The fleeing suspects were then involved in a hit and run which left a bystander badly injured. A pursuit of the suspect's red pickup vehicle through the Cutton area ensued, with the suspects causing a traffic collision on Harris and Dolbeer streets. Following the crash, an officer-involved shooting broke out after one of the suspects began shooting after exiting the damaged vehicle leading to the suspects sustaining gunshot injuries and other additional parties were reported injured through the crash. The HCSO reported Tuesday night that seven people were injured, which included the two suspects. Two of the seven injured due to the collision-related injuries are juveniles. The suspects, brothers Brandon and Jesse Widmark, who were wanted for an armed robbery in the Valley West area, and the other injured victims were all transported to local hospitals. An adult female and a two-year-old were passengers of the suspect's vehicle and both sustained minor injuries. The HCSO reported at a press conference early this afternoon that the suspects are both in critical condition, but no law enforcement officers were reported injured. A potential third suspect was later determined not to be involved in the incident. The harris Dolbeer area was closed to all access while the HCSO carried out their investigation, but has since reopened, and we'll have more information on this incident on the outpost. Law enforcement will be the primary agenda item at the Arcata City Council meeting Wednesday night. The Arcata Police Department have reported a severe staffing shortage, and the APD is now asking the council to approve a $50,000 transfer bonus for trained officers to help with recruitment. The APD is reported to be about 34% understaffed, with just 19 officers on staff and two of those are departing the force soon. Chief Brian Ahern has told the outpost the department has been struggling to retain staff and the shortage is causing issues for both the community as well as within the APD. The department does already offer a lateral transfer bonus of $15,000, but Chief Ahern believes an increase will incentivise more officers to transfer to the APD. The Arcata City Council will consider the proposal during Wednesday night's meeting, which starts at 6pm. The full agenda is available now on the outpost. California's Attorney General has announced a local new event to promote awareness of missing and murdered Indigenous people, which the Department of Justice and the Office of Native American Affairs are co-sponsoring. State AG Rob Bonter revealed that the event at the Blue Lake Rancheria will take place April 22nd, with local law enforcement participating in the seminar. The public are invited to attend this free event, offering the opportunity for tribal families to come together and uplift ongoing tribally-led efforts to confront this crisis. More information on the event and the ongoing initiatives are available at oag.ca.gov. CalMatters is reporting that as government relief programs cease following the end of the COVID-19 pandemic, the state of California is expanding tax credits for low-income families to help fill the gap. State lawmakers are looking to expand California's Earned Income Tax Credit and the Young Child Tax Credit, although these proposals could add an additional $1 billion to the state budget, which is already facing a huge deficit. Currently, the state's Earned Income Tax Credit provides up to around $3,400 to tax filers who earn up to $30,000 annually. Around 3.6 million Californians received the credit in 2022. 
The proposed legislation would raise the minimum credit to $300 from the current $1 minimum. For more on the proposed changes to the tax credit system, the full article from CalMatters is available now on the Outpost. The Humboldt Area Foundation and Wild Rivers Community Foundation have announced over $100,000 in strategy grants to a number of projects and char charitable organisations. Individual grants have ranged from $1 to $30,000 to Trinity, Del Norte, Curry and Humboldt County projects that focused on youth development, environmental justice, racial equality, economic development and building non-profit capacity. Some of the recipients include Healy Senior Centre, Youth Ability, Black Humboldt and the McKinleyville Family Resource Centre, whose Guaranteed Income Pilot Programme is funded through the grant programme. For more information on the grant programme and how to apply, visit hafoundation.org or wildriverscf.org. Freshwater Charter Middle School are celebrating the success of Amalia Barr, an 8th grade student whose Earth and Environmental Science project has won multiple awards. Amalia won first place in the California Science and Engineering Fair and has received the Science Achievement Award from the California Association of Professional Scientists. Amalia receives a certificate and a cheque for $100 for her project success, which is the only one from the region chosen to compete in the Outstanding Young Scientist Programme. Amalia's project, which sought to determine the impact of reduced fog and climate change on our region's redwood forest ecosystem, is now eligible for submission to the national competition. If Amalia is successful in reaching the national finals, the top prize there is $25,000. Humboldt Today adds our congratulations to this young scientist. With a decision still pending on recreational salmon fishing for the season, the CDFW have announced that recreational halibut fishing may be open from May 1st. The California sub-area has a halibut quota of just under $40,000 and the fishery will remain open until November or until the quota is met. Anglers are advised to check for updated information before undertaking a Pacific halibut fishing trip. All the updated information is available at wildlifeca.gov. This weekend, Cal Poly Humboldt will be welcoming around 800 students and around 1,200 members of their families who will be visiting for the university's spring preview. The annual event will give applicants and newly admitted students a chance to experience life both inside and outside the classroom. During Saturday's event, there will be tours of the campus and residence halls, an academics fair and a chance to learn about extracurricular activities. As all Star Wars fans will already know, the Forest Moon Festival, celebrating the 40th anniversary of Return of the Jedi, is coming soon. The two-day festival will be happening across Humboldt and Del Norte counties June 2nd and 3rd. This week, Crescent City Council gave the go-ahead for the beachfront park to be a hub of activity for the festival. The park will host the Jedi training course, an obstacle course that will also include Padawans making their own lightsabers. But access will have to be limited. Crescent City Police Chief Richard Griffin told councillors he expects community participation in the Moon Festival to be com comparable to July 4th celebrations. The council pledged $5,000 towards Crescent City's participation in the Forest Moon Festival and this money will go towards the materials for the Jedi training course and public amenities. Our Jessica Andrews has a full report on the council's thoughts on the festival available now on the Wild Rivers Outpost. Turning now to our Humboldt Today weather outlook, the sun was in and out again today and the rain seems to have left the grey Humboldt skies for now. Wednesday night will be another cold one, average temperatures dropping to around 37 degrees. Rio Dell has a freeze warning in effect. Thursday will be just a little warmer, average highs of 55 are predicted with mild 10, per hour, 10 mile per hour winds out of the north. Eureka will be mainly cloudy, 55 is the expected high. 
Arcata will be a little warmer, possibly reaching 57 under grey skies. Fortuna will be cloudy with a likely high temperature of 56. Inland, things will be warmer, hitting 62 degrees in Hooper, despite the grey skies. Redway will be the warmer spot, a high of 64 is possible, but the winds will be stronger in the southern county, around 15 miles per hour. Thursday night, temperatures will be warmer than of late, with an average high of 44 predicted. Now on the outpost, you can see our latest Tumbok conversation with Charity Desbro, owner of the Green Lily Cafe, a Eureka dining spot that's just moved to a new location. Later in the week, we'll be having a Humboldt conversation with Christy Snyder from North Coast Children's Services. Thanks to everyone who took part in our last Humboldt Today pointless poll. Following Monday's freakish weather events, we asked which weather feature do you most fear? A third of Humboldt Today viewers fear drought from not enough weather more than anything else. For today's Humboldt Today poll, following the discovery of the time capsule buried in the former Loy building, we're asking what would you put in a 2023 Humboldt time capsule? Click below to register your vote and easy to comment on all of Humboldt Today's news. And those are the main stories around the Lost Coast today. Click on the homepage for all the details of these stories and for more on what's happening and coming up on lostcoastoutpost.com. Thank you for joining us for Humboldt Today today. Join us again for the next Humboldt Today tomorrow. And don't forget to click below for today's Humboldt Today poll. Until the next Humboldt Today, your most trusted and popular newscast. Stay dry and warm everyone and have a good evening. Bye-bye.